With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Greetings to each of you, and thank you so much for being with us for this week's segment of Empower to Empower Others. Our thought for this week, has the devil located you? Has the devil located you? Now, I know to hear that you're saying, Apostle Val, Dr. Val, ooh, that's something to think about. Has the devil located me? Like, we understand that the enemy goes to and fro seeking whom he may devour, but has he really located me? I want you to consider this because one way that the enemy keys in on us is when we don't pray. When we don't pray. I was reading a book by Bishop Duncan Williams that I've had for a while, and it's a book entitled The Incredible Power of the Praying Woman. And I opened it, and this chapter just jumped out at me because it is so very true. We get so busy doing, going, serving, that we are not spending time in prayer the way that we should. Bishop Duncan Williams says, if you are not at a point where you feel peace and joy in all circumstances, and you are bugged with the virus of prayerlessness, perhaps it is an indication that the devil has located you and detected your weakness. Ouch, ooh, ooh, that's something to think about. It might be an indicator that the enemy has located and detected your weakness, and that weakness being not praying, not having conversation with God and yielding to him that which he desires. For many people, praying in tongues is not something that they do. But I can share with you from my own experience that when we pray in tongues, it is a powerful tool. And it sometimes throws off the enemy's GPS to track you down. Ephesians 6.18 instructs us this way, to pray always. Praying always 
with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all things. Now we hear that scripture often, but we sometimes say, how can we, how can we always pray? Praying always, that does not even seem reasonable. Although it doesn't seem reasonable, we have to understand that that's what the Bible instructs us to do. Praying always and supplication in the spirit. How do we do that? I hear you. You're saying, how how do I do that? One of the keys to that is that we can't go to God the way that we want to. It says, in spirit. So we have to go to God in spirit. Not praying in our own capacity, but praying in the capacity that's given to us by the spirit of God that dwells in us. Oh, Lord. Jude 120 talks about praying in the spirit. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. When I first started to pray in the Spirit, it caught me off guard. Because I went to the altar for prayer, not seeking to pray in the Spirit. I just needed prayer for a situation. But the Spirit of God came over me. And out of my belly <laughs> began to flow rivers of living water as I prayed in the spirit, as I prayed in other tongues. And that moment fueled me so much so that when I went to work the next day, I couldn't stop crying and I couldn't stop praying in the spirit. I was speaking in tongues all day long. I would wait on a customer, get myself together, go wait on the customer at the window, then go back to my desk handle the transactions that were behind the scene and would go right back in the spirit to pray again. Now I can tell you at that time, I don't know what my, my obedience and what my praying was doing, but I feel certain that there were some things that the enemy had plotted or planned, but because I prayed in the spirit, The GPS for the enemy to locate me got turned off. What you say, Val? It got turned off. Praying in the spirit does not appeal to our senses because it sounds silly sometimes. And it puts us in a vulnerable position of not knowing what we are saying, what we're praying. We have that prayer and we have no clue. Sometimes we say, Lord, I don't even know what to say to you. I, I, I don't know I don't know what I'm saying. I don't I don't know what, what I'm feeling. But the Lord is saying, Guess what? That's where I want you. I want you to totally depend and trust in me and on my word. And I want your prayer to be totally dependent upon the leading of the Spirit of God that dwells on the inside of you. So what are you saying, Apostle Bell? I'm saying this to you. 
that when you pray in the spirit, not only is it building you up in your most holy faith, but it serves as a benefit because the devil doesn't know entirely what God has planned for us. And he doesn't know the innermost thoughts that he has until we speak them. And if we're praying in the spirit, if we're praying in other tongues, the enemy can't decipher what's being said and therefore access has been stifled. He can't even get to us. Praying in the spirit gives us an upper hand. In Romans 8.27, it reads this way. And he that searches the heart knoweth what is the mind of the spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Another scripture, 1 Corinthians 14.2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto man, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. See, what we have to understand is that when we're praying in the spirit, not only are we praying the will of the Father, but we're also praying mysteries of God. And that confuses the enemy. It confuses the enemy. He can't launch an attack. He can't come after you if he doesn't know what direction to move in. I don't know about you, but there have been times that I've been places and I've listened to people pray. And they do that prayer of vain repetition. I can remember as a child going to church. There was a certain deacon. I knew his prayer by heart. Everybody knew his prayer by heart. He did not deviate ever. I'm assured that now having an understanding of the benefit of speaking in tongues and not allowing the enemy to know the thoughts that God has, the plans that God has for you, that the enemy, it was an easy find to locate that individual because they didn't pray as led by the Spirit of God. They only prayed from their own mindset. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, we have to be careful. We have to be careful. We have to be careful that even when we're praying, not to get interrupted. Just that moment I said, don't get interrupted. What happened? My phone, my cell phone blinked. I'm not picking it up. I'm not even going to try to read the message that came through. Why? Because that's something that the enemy does to distract us. When we're endeavoring to pray in the spirit, to pray to God, to see God for guidance, the distractions will come to make us not do what it is that God is prompting us to do. And the key is, as long as you can stay in prayer, pray. As long as you can, pray. Pray so that we will receive the mysteries of God. Pray. When things happen, your efforts to pray are being hindered by the enemy attacking your mind. He'll say, oh, that's more important than having a conversation with God. 
But the truth of the matter is, it's not. It's not. And we have to know that in these days, these, if you hear it, these last and evil days, that it's very important that we commune with God. We have conversation with God so that we understand the will of God for our lives and we are not distracted by the enemy's plan. Well, somebody might ask, how do I speak in another tongue, Apostle? What do I do to begin to walk in the Spirit? These are some scriptures that I want you to consider as you're beginning that journey to grow in your prayer language, growing as led by the Spirit of God, becoming an instrument and a tool in the hands of the Holy Spirit. The first scripture is in Mark chapter 16, verse 17. It reads this way. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, thy will, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Mark 16, 17. According to this scripture, tongues are one of the signs that follow believers. It is not to be rejected, but to be embraced. It is a God-given tool that will help you on your journey of becoming according to God's will, plan, and purpose for your life. Another scripture is found in Acts chapter 2, verse 4. It reads this way, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This shows that speaking in tongues is not an effort of the mind, but it is given by the assistance of Holy Spirit that dwells within us. Isn't that powerful to know? But that also brings up this. How many of us have actually activated the gift of the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us? How many of us are yielding to the Spirit? Or are we still constantly operating in our flesh? It's something to consider. Acts chapter 19, verse 6. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, The Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. The laying on of hands is one way to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I can recall a service, and my husband is here with me, and he may recall when we were in North Carolina. And God was moving in the midst of us, and there were some who When hands were laid, they began to speak in other tongues. And for some, it says, that's the sign that you're a true apostle because you stirred gifts in others to speak in tongues. You can receive an impartation by simply asking God for them. That's for somebody that's listening right now whose desire to speak in tongues to be led by the Spirit in your prayer language, and it hasn't happened. 
if there's not someone there to lay hands on you, you can receive the impartation by simply asking God for it. He'll give it to you. He will give it to you. In Luke 18, 1, Jesus encouraged his disciples to pray always and to not faint. Men ought always pray and not faint. Hold on to the horns of the altar. You can't afford to faint. You can't afford to faint. What are you saying, Apostle Val? I'm saying to each and every one of us, we cannot afford to faint. In this season, we cannot be lax in the area of prayer. Again, the scripture informs us that we should pray without ceasing. And for many people, that seems too challenging. But I want to encourage you that when the Spirit of God speaks to you to pray, get it in. There was a time some few years ago that Monday through Friday, every day at 5 a.m., I was up with intercessors and we would pray. We would read the scriptures. We would listen to worship music and we would pray. And I can tell you that in those days when we were spending time in the word and spending time in God's presence, that it was powerful. Lord, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Even as I'm talking about this now, I, the, the Spirit of God is reminding me that there is more needed because, honestly, I went from a time of praying every day, Monday through Friday, to backing down to praying just on Wednesdays. And, honestly, I don't do any corporate prayer. I don't do it anymore. I have my time with prayer with God. But to bring brothers and sisters together, that we can bombard heaven on their behalf and on behalf of others. I've not done it. I take prayer requests and prayer for people weekly. I still do that. But I hear the spirit of the Lord say that it's time to bring the intercessors back together and pray. Who? Cool. Psalm 127, one lets us know. Except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waits but in vain. <laughs> There's a master builder. A master builder who wants to work with us to help us fulfill fulfill purpose, to help us be a force that he can rely on. And he's encouraging us to do a new work, to not be lax in our prayer time, but to get up and pray. I'm convicted. I hear you, Lord. I'm convicted. I'm going to change. I don't want the enemy to be able to locate me because I'm not praying. 
I don't want the enemy to be able to locate me because I'm not utilizing the gift of praying in the spirit. I don't want for the enemy to be able to get in the way of God's plan for my life because I'm not being diligent in the things of God. I want to be on point. I want to do I want to do what God would have me do. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. I am going to pray. And I'm going to pray in the spirit because again, praying in the spirit is a benefit. It's a benefit that when you're in your personal time in your personal space with God, Praying in the spirit opens up, allowing the spirit of God on the inside of you to come alive when you're tapping into mystery. Some of you have been praying for certain situations. You've been seeking God for clarity about certain situations. And the Lord has been nudging you. The spirit of God has been nudging you at 2 a.m. And you like, oh. Let me get up and get some water. Let me go to the bathroom. Let me watch a movie. I ain't talking about nobody but myself, y'all. I'm not not talking about anybody but myself. Instead of just roll over and begin to speak in tongues. Just begin to pray. Just begin to hear the heart of God. Just begin to, to release what it is that I'm speaking in this moment. Because I recognize for myself that as an intercessor, Often when the Spirit of God is speaking to me as a praying woman, the prayer is not for me. It's for someone else. And so I have to be mindful that when the Spirit is leading me, I have to obey. I have to obey. Oh, to think that we could be deterring the navigation of the enemy against someone else by just being obedient is enough to say, okay, God, I understand. I'm going to pray. I'm going to, I'm going to listen. I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to change. I'm going to do what you need me to do. Brothers and sisters, I, you know, I never know how God is going to do. I never know his full intent as to why he does. But I do hear clearly this. That in this hour, it is time for us to become diligent in our prayer lives. It's necessary. We need prayer. We need prayer. We need to be seeking God's face. We need to be having a conversation with God. And we need to be exercising the gift of speaking in tongues. So that the enemy does not get in God's plan for our lives. There may be someone listening now or someone who will listen later that might say, Apostle Val, you know, I hear this message and and you're right. I, I sense it as well. That the spirit of the Lord has been speaking to me to be more diligent in my prayer life. That I should pray in the spirit to keep the enemy at bay so that he is not in the midst of my situation. I hear you, Apostle. And I'm going to do better. 
And if that's you, praise God. <laughs> praise God. Because like I said, I know it's me. I know he's talking to me. If he's talking to nobody else, I know he's talking to me. I'm going back to these scriptures. Speaking in unknown tongues gives us the upper hand. Romans 8:27. And he that searches the heart knoweth what is the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. 1 Corinthians 14:2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto man, unto God. For man understandeth him. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Brothers and sisters, as long as you can stay in prayer, pray. Praying the mysteries of God that he's revealing to you. Don't get distracted. As you begin to pray, speaking in tongues, know that the enemy is going to launch an attack. If he's not sure which direction God is taking you in, he's going to launch attacks. But we have to be mindful that when we pray and pray in the spirit, ah, we offset that GPS system so the enemy does not locate us. Oh, God, I thank you. Jude one twenty. But ye, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. We got to pray in the Holy Ghost. We got to keep the enemy at bay. And remember, a lot of times this can come by the laying on of hands, but this impartation can also come just by asking God to come in and do it. He will. He will come in and he will answer your prayer. He will give you the desire of your heart. We need to pray, brothers and sisters. We got to pray when we feel all is well and we got to pray when we don't. We must pray with an immediate answer is is needed and we got to pray when we feel like God is on vacation. Have you ever been there? When you prayed and prayed and you prayed in the spirit and feel like, God, are you hearing me? God, are you there? We can't stop praying. We have to pray when all is well. We have to pray when our children are flourishing. We have to pray when they're not. We have to pray when our marriage is, is well. We have to pray when it's not. We must continue to pray. Pray when the business is good and pray when the money is funny. Pray on the days that is cold and bitter the same way we pray when the sun is shining. We have to pray and be willing to pray in the spirit to keep the hand of the enemy away from us and away from the plan that God has for us. The question I posed at the beginning, has the devil located you? Because you've been weak in your prayer life? If he has today, I'm going to encourage you to ramp it up. 
to get back in your prayer closet, to pray in the Spirit, to pray in the Holy Ghost, to pray as the Spirit of God leads you, that he reveals mysteries to you, that you are able to experience kingdom life the way I pray that this message has been a blessing to you as much as it has been for me. The devil might have known where I was when we started this broadcast, but I bet you this, he's not going to know where I'm at from this point forward. I'm vamping up my prayer life. I'm vamping up my prayer language because I want to be in the will of God. I say love and blessings to each one of you. Thank you so much for joining us. Join us again next week with another relevant message here on Empowered to Empower Others. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.